Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey guys, it's Antonio Lorenzo at Nana Tings here.、Um, I'm actually on the road to Poconos with my best friend Teresa.、Um, I figured we maybe try something different than what other podcasters are doing and maybe do this like little travel conversation kind of thing、um, as we're over a bridge. Sorry if it's like a little echoey in the back.、Um, But yeah, let's get into some things. Hey, so as we're driving、um, in Jersey up to Pennsylvania,、um, cabin. <laughs> to the cabin,、um, yeah, we want to talk about some things. So obviously, 2020 has been really crazy.、Um, but one thing that My friend Teresa and I have been doing is, I, I think what hopefully other people are doing too, is we're taking this time to really grow and, and focus on emotional intelligence and、um, ways to work on yourself.、Um, I know personally, I've been a really reactive person growing up and I'm learning how to respond. And I've been taking a lot of this time to figure out what I want in life, what I want to do in life,、um, who I want to date in life.、Um, I know that if I'm ready or not. And it's sort of like what made. My friend and I are even closer just having conversations.、Um, but yeah,、uh, let me introduce my best friend since I was like, well, I met her really like what freshman year, social studies class. I used to help you with homework and shit.、Um, <laughs> but yeah, here's Teresa Marino. <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Did you just say it? Yeah. <laughs> Show what's up. Wow. Wow. Um, so, T, tell me about like,、um, I, I know you've been going on your own experience also on, on your development and emotional intelligence. And what are some cool things maybe you realize about yourself or you know,、uh, the greater good during this time?、Um, I've learned how to like, try to set boundaries and take back my own control of My emotions instead of basing it off of other people's emotions Ooh,、yeah. and learning how to like put myself first、um, and not let other people's emotions kind of consume my own. I like that. I, I like the narrative of taking, taking control、yeah. um, and not letting people affect you.、Um, I, you know, I've been knowing you for. A while now, and I've seen so much growth in who you are as a human. And、um, yeah, I think, I think it's amazing your growth, and I love that you're not letting people you know, de energize you. Because I, I think what you and I are both realizing is a lot of people also have a lot of energy and a lot of projection on their own insecurities and struggles, and it could de energize someone that's empathetic, you know? So, what are some of the ways that you're changing the way you react over the past couple of months? Um, I would say I actually had a really good conversation with my brother、um, when I got a little feisty with him, and he was like, You know, you're super sweet.、Um, you know, even if you have a problem with someone, it's like five minutes later, you just want to, like, you know, get over it and not have bad blood. So tap into that. So, what I've been doing is, like, I've been just breathing and realizing, like, okay, if I feel some type of way, it's about my delivery, right? If I come off chaotic and crazy, then. No one's gonna really take me serious, and also I'm stressing myself out with emotions that, you know, it's false emotions. I'm psyching myself out with like false problems and anxiety that I don't need to have.、Um, so it's really just breathing,、um, remembering, of course, I'm human, I'm gonna have slip ups, especially if I'm like tipsy or something. Like, 
you know, you could be reactive here and there. Um, and it's okay to be reactive here and there. God forbid there's a fight or something. You have to, you know, protect yourself and react. But, um, yeah, I've been just learning that sometimes you got to just take the chill approach and respond and let someone know if you were not comfortable with something and you don't have to be so crazy about it. Yeah. How do you feel now that you've started doing that? Um, less problematic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say I was uh, problematic, but, like, I definitely had drama here and there in my life, and I think that, um, yeah, I've, I, I feel cooler, I don't know if that's the right word, I feel, I feel more calm, it's like a calm and, and, um, it's like when that weight is lifted off your chest, like, the relief. Yeah. So you think that when you did react before, was it, like, wasted energy that you were getting yourself worked up for no reason, and then... Once you got it out, you felt better? 100%. I mean, even if it was like, say someone showed up 20 minutes late to a pregame, I would get frantic. I would text them two times in a row while I'm getting ready. And I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm late myself to a lot of things. So it's like, it happens. Like, I don't need to be built up and cause drama. That's not even going to be drama 10 minutes later. Like, why am I sweating working myself up? So yeah, there was a lot of situations where I would build a sort of like anxiety moment for myself. Yeah. Just go, with it. just go with the flow, right? Um, I know it sounds so cliche, but it definitely is like, you know, something to do. Yeah. And also, sometimes when you react, you say stuff you don't mean, and then you can't take it back. Like, wor- you can't take back words. You can take back physical things. I mean, you can't take back physical things, but like, they say physical abuse sometimes. Emotional abuse hurts more than physical sometimes. Because I feel like words you can repeat over and over in your head. And then physical abuse eventually that heals and like you don't forget the pain but it's not visible anymore it's kind of gone yeah um i agree um 100 yeah you just centered all over that nah, nah, nah. um i was like yeah wait what um huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i um yeah i'm very very content um, where I am in life right now, and I think that's great. And I hope you know some people could work on that as well. Um, but yeah. So how do you react now when you do have a slip up? Um, I try not to shame myself or judge myself hard. I will apologize to the person if I react because I'm also more aware of it now. Um, I you know back then you know people would be like, oh, that's just you know my friend. I know who Tony is. Like, no, it's like you can't just brush things off. You have to apologize if you reacted. Um, and I, it, it actually shows my growth because the fact that I could call it out now, I know like that I don't like that a and B, I know how to learn from it. So it's actually more, um, I grow more from it. Yeah. So instead of shaming yourself and sulking in it yep. and making it kind of worse down the line, you're sort of working through it yep. instead of against it. Yep. Yeah. So what made you start up a podcast? Um, yeah, good question. So originally I started because I wanted to promote my new book, Falling Angel, Rise in Phoenix, um, available at Amazon, Barnes and Nobles and Target <laughs> and Kindle. Um, <laughs> but also because I, I like chatting. I feel like with friends like you also, I have a lot of really good conversations and, and they're therapeutic conversations and self-growth combos. So I feel like we could maybe... I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have these combos with their friends and maybe they could be like, oh shit, like 
wow, like I'm not the only one going through this thought process. I mean, that's why I released my book, you know? A lot of people go through self-sabotage and self-growth, so it's like, why not have fun combos, whether it's sex, relationships, politics, even food, and have a kiki with your friend, you know? Mm-hmm. So I keep hearing self-sabotage a lot lately. Um, yeah. What is, for you, what would that be? Um, mine is like sort of falling into traps and not who I am. So mine is like partying. So there's a lot of moments where I know I want to go to a dance class and I shouldn't be drinking or doing whatever. And then it's like four days later, I just went to three nights out and now I'm hungover and unproductive. That's a self-sabotage. And then also like I have it with dating. So, you know, I feel like everyone has it with dating nowadays where it's like I... I, like, want a chase, but then I don't want a chase, and then, like, if I really like someone, then I get picky on what I like about them, and it's one of those things where it's like, no, bro, go with the flow, vibe it out. Um, it's just your inner saboteur. Yeah. How about you? Do you have any, like, um, self-saboteur moments? Um, I, I think I usually self-sabotage when I fall out of my routine. Mm. It's, like, I, like, am very hard on myself yeah. instead of just being like no your body needs a rest like you it's okay to yeah. relax i don't know how to relax That's my mind a, yeah. just constantly moves you know so with that relax actually a question um with covid and happening and quarantining how is that like how is that culture shock for you that culture reset of like not really doing anything or being able to do anything I literally woke up every day and had to make a list of things to do for the day and followed a list. Um, And then, like, by mid-quarantine, I was in my own routine from that list of things that just stuck. And that's how I had to do it, or I would have probably lost my mind. Yeah, I feel better you than me, to be honest, because I've tried to do that routine thing, and it's like... I'm good for a few days, like, whether it's a workout or something, and then there's, like, some days where I'm just, like, fuck, like, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's really hard, because once you miss one or two days, it's very hard to get back into it, Um, but it's also really hard to stick to it. It's really hard to, yeah, the whole thing, it's difficult. Girl, we are all going through it. (laughs) But going back to dating. Yes, dating, yes. This chase thing. So where do you usually meet people? Yeah, so, (laughs) good question. Um, As I'm, like, (laughs) choking on my iced coffee. um, (laughs) five hours old. That's five hours old. Disgusting. (laughs) Ew. Um, So, yeah, so I try to do the organic thing. You know, I am a big believer in old schoolness when it comes to, like, meeting someone, even if it's at a bar or traveling and doing that. But I've tried the whole app thing, right? Like, whether it's the you know the tinder app the hinge app or being a little more hoochie grinder um but yeah lately even you know like actually more recent than not um talking to a lot of people on apps like i don't know i will meet someone off an app and like sometimes you don't know their vibe or their energy and it's like when you meet them either like there is a spark or there's not and then or there's a spark at first because maybe it's that excitement of meeting someone new and then it falls out like i'm over here like um either you're in too much into me or i'm too much into you or it's just not there so that's in my my whole situation actually the past like i would say a year and a half actually yeah how are you gonna break that cycle i think i'm gonna break it by fully detoxing from apps now no shade 
I, you know, maybe there's, we just saw a Starbucks, so we were like, <laughs> waiting for coffee. Uh, so, Crackheads. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we can't even turn time. at that point. Um, Didn't even give us a warning. Oh, and there's Mexican food too. Oh, you could have got lunch. Oh, Trader Joe's, uh, we could have just done everything. Yeah, literally everything in one spot. <laughs> Damn it. Anyway, um, back to. Yeah, so no shade, like, you know, I have some friends, uh, Teresa probably knows some people that I've had relationships off of dating apps, so I'm not going to say, you know, no for everyone, but personally for me, I have to do the old school way, yeah. Yeah, I think that I can't speak. My only two boyfriends were off of dating apps, dating but apps. they clearly didn't work, because here I am. <laughs> well, yeah, but I feel like you're you're a good mix, too. I feel like you could do the old school way, too, to be honest. I prefer like, the old you have no, yeah, you I have, prefer that locking eyes from across the bar and being Right? It's that spark, like that yeah. old school spark to be just like, yo, what's good? Like, Yeah, but people don't know how to do that anymore. I know, man. Like, I don't know. We need to change it. Um, by deleting all of the apps? Yeah, and like starting a revolution. <laughs> making it a non-a-ting. We are, we are going back to what it was in the 1980s and 90s, okay? Even the fucking early 2000s didn't have this, okay? That's what even, we're going back to. Even, like... I mean... College! Oh, nine. I remember, yeah, I remember locking eyes with people, like, at 24, 25 years old. I mean, like, what's up? You're right. It's, like, really the past five years, we've seen, like, I don't know, like, dominant apps because there's so many apps that are out now. But also, like, nobody wants to look at anybody yeah. in person anymore because it's so easy, so much easier to swipe through a computer... But, like, it's false advertisement. Like, what am I selling myself to you with five photos? Like, oh let me God, throw yeah. in my activities that I like to do. Like, I like to hike, everyone. Here's a picture of me hiking. Yeah, we're like, oh, here's my face, tune body, and face. Great, cool. Love right. that. Yeah. You, you and a million other people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, that's, um, Oh, I love that you're on my level with that. Like, I mean, it's like a lot of my friends are, but then, you know, some people always fall in the trap, including myself, don't get me wrong. I'll have, like, six months straight of new apps, and then I'll be on, like, Grindr, Tinder, especially when I'm bored. But I, for me, it's just not satisfying or so. And also, like, I want passionate sex. I, <laughs> I, want, I want someone that is going to feed my soul mentally, physically, spiritually, everything. I just want, like... Just give it that good, good. Yeah. Um, it's old school loving. Old school loving, old, honey. Old soul loving. I don't yeah. know what you call that. I guess but we I do. Dig it. Yeah, we dig it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that, bitches. <laughs> All right. So going back to this pandemic talk and friends and self growth, um, I want to bring up a topic about not only working on ourselves is how, how have we grown and like who we let into our circle so Teresa like what are some of what are some things maybe you learned during this time of like who's worth your time and and who do you value more um so I think I've realized over the past couple of months that for the past couple of years um our friend group is amazing but I feel like we're all so different in our hobbies and like what we like to do um And for me, I really like, like, hiking and being outside, and we're going to a lake house this weekend, and, like, everyone thinks we're going to a cabin in the fucking woods. I think it's camping, because it's Uh, the woods, but... (laughs) And, like, blow up sleeping bags and whatever. Is there electricity? No, there's a charging station, like, three miles down the road. Wait, was this a joke? Is when Megan said that, I freaked out. (laughs) Did you bring your pump for the pillows? 
Okay, no, that was like, I literally was going to ask for a refund. I'm just saying. When you said that, I was like, I'm not sleeping there. No. Um, is there electricity, though? I'm confused. Are we lighting candles and fire? Because, like, what? They told you, um, I donated all of the money to Big Cat Rescue. I really can't tell if there's electricity or not, guys, and I'm shook. <laughs> no, we're just going to sit in my car and charge the phone. Anyways, getting back to friends. <laughs> So this is what I'm talking about. So I like being in the woods and camping, and Tony clearly does not. Um, but we've been friends since high school, and I think because I don't have a lot of interest in common with my solid group of friends, I was trailing elsewhere and trying to find connections with people outside of my group. And I have. Um, they didn't last, but I have. And I think this pandemic has made me realize why I became friends with my friends in the first place. Because I lost sight of it because we had been friends for so long. Yeah. So I reconnected with my friends I've known since I was 14, 12, my whole entire life. And it's just made me appreciate everyone all over again in a different way because we're older now we're grown and like okay so we don't have a lot in common as far as interests go but we have a lot of the same core values and that's why we became friends like we grew up and we have different interests now but our core values are the same and I think I lost sight of it I can't speak for everybody else um, so that's what this pandemic has taught me is like you don't have to keep searching for connections elsewhere. Look at what's right in front of you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good words. Yeah. Look what is right in front of you. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, I think our hometown friend group is really strong. And there's a reason why we all are in our lives. I mean, you and I have um, had such a good friendship even now. We've gotten deeper as, as humans, which is beautiful. And, um, yeah, I... I, I just I've also realized with friends now during this time is like I also I'm learning like who I want to bring in the closer circle like if someone has really problematic energy or brings a toxic view or has a problem with everyone I, I sort of try to stay away even if I do love them or if I've known them for years I would rather back away than cut them off so they can maybe have some kind of growth and be acquaintances till they grow but I really just want the people like Teresa was saying people that you know, even if they are different than me, that they help me grow and we learn together. Um, and some of them are right in front of you. And that actually, you know, that ties in with um, dating too. You're talking about organic relationships. Sometimes that person is in front of me. I know it sounds so cliche because like, what is it in movies? They say like, sometimes your loved one could be in front of you and you don't know until 10 years later or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, that's just true. <laughs> but it's also true that a lot of relationships end because people lose sight of what's in front of them. So they're, yep. they've been married for 20 years and they're, they're bored and they're different people. You know, you grow in 20 years and instead of reconnecting after those 20 years, people trail off and they cheat and try to find other ways to find that spark again instead of finding it with the person that they fell in love with 20 years ago. I mean, yeah. you know? I, uh, nothing but facts are being said right now. Uh, <laughs> and so it's about this pandemic. So you brought up a really funny point before we started filming, uh, recording, I guess I'm filming. <laughs> um, <laughs> she was like, have you gotten, um, used to wearing a mask? It's like second nature. Yeah, it is. It really shows you that we're animals. Like it's so adaptable, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, especially like 
I don't want to put a gender on it, but, like, you know, some girls always have, like, their bag on them or, like, whatever, um, chapstick or extra things. And it's, like, you know, it's sort of like your second thing now, right? Like, yeah. oh, fuck, I forgot my mask. Or, <laughs> I was going to say, that's, like, the quote of 2020. Yeah, like, yeah, like. It's, like, one in your car, one in your bag, one on the side just in case. Like, one for a friend in case they forget theirs. Exactly, yeah. Um which to think about that i hope i packed my mask for this trip that's okay i have two okay great that. oh my god actually yeah because i <laughs> so Teresa told us i obviously were camping there's like all these things i had to bring <laughs> including electricity which i'm confused about um and i'm like i brought this huge ass duffel bag which i also took for my friend for moving him in he doesn't know um <laughs> and i don't think i i think i left an umbrella and a mask so there's that and i never leave the house without an umbrella i do not like being wet guys <laughs> I mean, for other reasons, yes, but not rain. <laughs> Mother Nature's the only thing making me wet. Mother these days. Nature, honey. Oh. Um, sorry, we're <laughs> literally idiots, but, but it's great. <laughs> with the railroad. I don't know Do if we I should stop this stop way. I don't know. Oh, All right, well, we will be back with more. <laughs> Stay tuned. And we will be back to more tings after this break. Don't forget to check out my new book, Falling Angel, Rise in Phoenix, available at Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, Target, and Kindle. <laughs> so we're over here and I'm laughing because I just realized that, was it three of us sharing two bunk beds? Yeah. What the fuck? She said <laughs> that they're, the couples get the big beds and rooms and I said I shouldn't be punished for being single. <laughs> punished you get two women to choose from. Yeah, but they're they're twin beds. No, it's a bunk bed. Like, but aren't twin beds in the bunk bed? Yeah, so one gets the top bunk, one gets the bottom. Yeah, but one has to share. Did you do you want the boys with the boys and the girls with the girls? <laughs> no, I was just expecting like a full size sheet. I mean bed. <laughs> um, I don't think we're meeting any families that are. Oh god, guys, this is gonna be very interesting. I thought we were just gonna keep to ourselves the whole weekend. Also, wait, so did I have to bring a bed sheet? Because I packed a bed sheet and a sheet to cover myself. Yeah, and, the, and a blow up pump for the pillow. Okay, there's no blow up pump. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, um. So we were going over what a cabin means versus a house. So this is like a campsite we're going to. But for me, anything that has wood on it is a cabin. But what. What is a cabin? I would think a cabin would be something in the woods in the middle of nowhere that's made out of logs and has like no heat or or no AC, depending. Or electricity. Like wind, <laughs> yeah, like a wood burning stove. You <laughs> get warm by the fire. I would even know how to light a fire, to be honest. Like um, I would be stuck. Yeah. Um, well, it's good to know we have electricity. And, and possibly an ice machine. We don't know yet. We don't know about We're that. We're on our way to find out. Yeah. And there's also a campfire that I get. Oh, there's wood. Oh, there's wood. Maybe we might need that. Okay, um, we should stop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess I can add that to this podcast, learning how to start a fire. 
You should yeah, just throw a lighter or a match. <laughs> Is that what yeah. we're doing? We could, but you can also like light a tampon on fire. Or you can wrap um, cotton balls in some Vaseline. Those are good fire starters. Wait, is this a thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a little concerning. You can light a tampon on fire and it starts a fire. Is that the lake that we're going in? Yeah, that's the one. We gotta jump over the bridge to get there. <laughs> I'm so shook already. We're not even there yet. We're 14 minutes away. I'm screaming. The fact that I have to share a bed. You're not sharing a bed. You can get your own. Okay, fine. Okay, Unless great. you want to share a room with some with a couple and hear them all night. No, I should not be punished for being single. What do you mean? <laughs> so couples should be punished because they're in relationship? Um, they shoot the couch. <laughs> oh, so we can wake them up in the morning and yeah. step over them? <laughs> Bye. Oh, man. Okay, that car is like zooming. Alright, stay tuned for more chaoticness at this Chaos point. Moment. Oh, bye. Okay, so the Poconos were great. Um, I realized that it wasn't camping and I could survive it. <laughs> so to finish this podcast, I called in my friend Teresa and we got to discuss um, what we learned and how good the trip was. We are back from the Poconos and I want to go over with you what like, we took from the trip. Um, I mean, I'll go, I'll go second because like, obviously my camping definition definitely changed. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, T, tell me, like, um, I know you had a great time with us, so, um, what did you love? Did you learn anything and all that? Um, I definitely loved the whole experience. I think that it should have been longer. Like, yeah. it wasn't enough time. We were all trying to catch up in such a short period of time. I feel like even when I went to the bathroom, I had, like, FOMO of what I was missing outside, Mm-hmm. I was totally overstimulated the entire trip, so my mind was just everywhere. Um, didn't sleep, so you At know, all. <laughs> yeah, and not even on purpose. I tried to sleep, and I would still wake up like seven a.m. and I'm like, "What is what? Why? Why is this happening?" Um, <laughs> I also realized I am still growing, but I'm more aware now. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm more aware now, but I still have not passed my own test yet. Mm, I like that. Not your own test yet. Um, yeah, I, I, I will say um, I really think you have become super aware, though, which is honestly amazing. Um, and I see your, you know, we mentioned earlier in this podcast, I see your growth. And that this past weekend, the Poconos with you, um, it was really you know, there, there are some hiccups of growing it, but it was really cool to see you be so aware of something and, um, be able to, uh, realize it and then, and then fix it right away. So that's, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a learning experience. I also think I realized a lot of us are in this weird, we want to change, but like, because we've had these patterns for so long, it's kind of like we're all sort of stuck in them, but we're we're all trying to climb out of our, our the hole that we dug ourselves. And I think that we're like all just trying to climb out and become new people, but it's hard when society has so much influence on us, social media has so much influence on us. Um, 
our own mind is so powerful that it's hard to break that cycle. And I think we were all talked about what we were going through with each other separately, but also like together, which was really interesting to see too. Yeah, I um I agree with that, especially patterns, talking to some of our friends. Um, it's really interesting to see how people could be so aware of what's happening, whether it's good or bad. And mm-hmm. you're right. They're I think they're trying to learn how to break it or it's like they're watching it, but they don't know what to do yet to break that pattern slash cycle. Right. Because it's been the way of life for for so long that it's like it's hard to break. Agreed. Well, that's why I'm also proud of you and I, because I feel like we have really good, um, what's the right word I'm looking for? Um, I, know, I guess dedication to ourselves with breaking a pattern or at least working on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And not being afraid to admit like, hey, I was wrong about that. And I'm working on it. Exactly. And oh. that's, what, it's, that's, <laughs> that's okay to say. And I think that some people need to put their pride aside and be able to say that because that's part of growing. That's part of breaking the pattern. And, yeah. yeah it's interesting so what did you get out of camping um, <laughs> <laughs> so i first want to say you know so a lot of people have been texting mm-hmm. me and been like oh how was it da, da, da. and mm-hmm. um honestly you know we got really lit um obviously because it's like you know hometown friends put together in one room and like you know it's a reunion but mm-hmm. it was actually like relaxing at the same time um I don't know if it was because all your guys' energies combined, but, like, I felt so refreshed. I mean, obviously, I died on Sunday because it's, like, after drinking and all that, you know, you're, you get tired. But, like, Monday, after being, like, with such good energy for two days straight, it was, like, I felt this, like, aha relief mm-hmm. um, that I didn't know I needed, you know? Right. Um. Mm-hmm. And then camping-wise, it was actually great. So, obviously, we were joking and, like... um you know this like Trisney <laughs> pillow thing but honestly you picked a great house um I agree with you I wish we had one more day because there were so many cool things we could have done like kayaking bike, you know bicycles and all that campfire but it was cool though it was like we were away from the city craziness but then at the same time like having sort of like a house and like I don't know it for me it was just definitely it was I had a great time and a great experience it was definitely not like what I was worrying was going to happen or whatever yeah, and I don't think any of us realized how many... I didn't know they had kayaks at that house. I didn't know they had paddle boards or... You know, I knew, like, the bare, the the minimum, like, the game room downstairs and the campfire in the house and whatever, but I didn't realize that there was so much more we could have done. And if we had planned it better, I think it would have been cool to get to all that stuff, but also because we were so amped on catching up with each other. It was literally like we went to the pool for what, an hour? Yep. And then went back to the house and we were all just shooting the shit, like talking, catching up, like real deep convos that like are mentally stimulating, but also like once you process them, it's like exhausting because it's, it's 48 hours of just that. Exactly. I uh, I totally agree with you on everything. Um, I'm very happy we did it. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to do it again and do it better next time. I agree. 
It's game time. At Nana Tings, we play a game called Who Would You Want to Be for 24 Hours? It's three rounds of questions. I give you two choices and I pick them randomly based on the vibe and in the moment. So let's have some fun. A fun game moment. It's called um, Who Would You Want to Be for 24 Hours? And I'm going to give you... Um, a series of three questions with two options and I'm literally picking them randomly right now I have nothing pre-planned so are you ready (laughs) um I think so okay um oh my god with you I could just I could do so much random shit so I don't even know where (laughs) to start with um Mm. okay so who slash what would you rather be in 24 hours a a Nissan Ultima or B, a Mitsubishi Galant. <laughs> oh, I'm going with a Nissan cut. That was my first car. Nissan Ultima. Up. Shaniqua. Hey. Hey. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, question two. Who would you rather be slash what would you rather be for 24 hours? A, the ocean or B, the lake? Ooh. Mm. I'm going to have to say a lake um, because it's more nostalgic for me, but also more refreshing and calm and ain't no waves in it. So I'm with it. And then (laughs) (laughs) last but not least, would you rather be for 24 hours, a, a, a blue Jay with sunglasses or an octopus with French tip manicure nails. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I was all for the octopus until you threw those long nails in there. <laughs> I hate long nails. Um, but my eyes are super sensitive. But I love... Can I be an octopus with some sunglasses? I guess you can make sure of that, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Mm. Uh, yeah i don't like those long nails not for me uh-uh oh that's great these <laughs> not today honey <laughs> not today sweetie <laughs> uh, yeah Wait. i love that <laughs> can you go back and answer those questions now i love that you said that because like my brother <laughs> i did a, a series of questions with him and he was like are you gonna answer them okay fine yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with an ult- a Nissan Ultima also because, like, okay, so actually, my first car that I owned was a Mitsubishi Galant, but oh, an really? Ultima, like, you know, some people are like, oh my god, my dream car is to have like a Bougie Maserati, but honestly, my dream car is an Ultima, like, it's good, like, it's well driven, it's affordable, it's cute AF, so that's gonna be my answer as well. Yeah. Um, Lake or the Ocean, so Lake, I I agree with you. It has a lot of childhood memories for me and growing up like Lake George and Saratoga and all this and that. But I would say the ocean just because I love those like beach moments, whether it's snorkeling, taking a boat out, swimming. So ocean's the the answer for that. Mm -hmm. And then, ooh, I'm going to go with uh, Blue Jay with, did I say sunglasses? Yeah, you did. Because Blue Jay is my favorite bird and I'm a bird. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a bird, I'm a bird. If you're, oh wait, one fish, two fish, three fish, four fish, right? one bird, two bird, three bird, three bird, four bird. You get a bird, you get a bird, you get a bird, you get a bird. 
<laughs> you got a fish, I got a fish, you got a fish, I got a fish. <laughs> You're going to have to throw that in there in the middle of this so that people I understand. Literally, I'm going to do a rock. So there is a moment in the Poconos where we just thought, you know, my friend Kara and I, let's just make an EP. And it started with like, who got a fish, you got a fish into like this song so i'm gonna play a little clip for you guys and um here we go That's that. <laughs> I can't. Um, a side funny note. So we're all drinking and whatnot. And our friend Kara, well, Teresa was playing guitar, which she's great at it. She's still learning, but the bitch is getting there. So kudos to you, girl, for doing that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm of course. Sw- you're sweat so much in my life. <laughs> you're very talented. <laughs> um, she also does really good photography, which um, when I started modeling, and our friend Guy that was also at the cabin slash house in, in the woods. Um, it was a house. Let's let's clear this up. The house <laughs> upstate. Um, they're really good at it. So we started, you know, collabing a lot back in our um, early 20s. Um, anyway, so yeah, now she's taking her creativity into guitar and had the whole house singing Friday night. And um, our friend Kara and I, started uh she started rapping about fish and i started vogue rapping about fish and then it sort of like became low-key a bop um <laughs> and then we started another song called daddy i'm bored i'm bored daddy and then it just went really sexual like trying to find a sugar daddy daddy i'm bored the daddy i'm bored <laughs> wait what else was kara saying there's the thing kara was saying that was hysterical that I don't oh, think we got oh, wait, was it the breakdown? She's like, come get me, daddy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, daddy, I'm bored. Daddy, I'm bored. <laughs> come get me, daddy. I can't. I can't. Oh, oh my God. God, I love it. Oh, um, we need to do this again. Yeah, please. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I would love to have um, an end of a segment with what would be a final word for you for the listeners to hear, whether it's a, a quote or a vice or just a memory, like what, how do you want to end this? Turning your soil, like keep digging and finding your roots and figuring out who you are and why and, and your patterns, but why they are your patterns, like keep digging and figuring out that why and it's going to be uncomfortable and it's going to it's going to suck for a little bit but it is worth it once yeah. you get there i um i love the strong message you always convey about like working and fixing yourself so i appreciate you for sharing that um yeah and that's it for the podcast T. wait excuse me you didn't get to go what I have to end my Ooh. segment too. Yeah, you gotta you gotta say something too. Oh my god. Listeners, you see what she's doing. <laughs> the enemies have an ending of this episode. Um 
okay so okay with this episode i will say that you know you and i have had such you know this what i love about this podcast episode is we talked about such real shit um and i appreciate that so much so i want to say um try to respond and not react um keep working on yourself but also don't be harsh on yourself a part of growing is taking a step or two back and then that jolts you five steps forward so mm-hmm. when you have that moment of failure just know on the bright side as long as you're aware and you know who you are and you trust yourself you're gonna keep going forward baby and that's what i want everyone to know yep get it and if you keep shitting on yourself it's not going to make anything better. You have to learn from why you keep crapping on yourself. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Anyway, something like that. Feeling real inspirational. I'm half dead here. I know. I low-key like it. Like, I drank <laughs> so much this morning. I, like, literally was drinking Tito's at 1230 on the beach. But now I feel like this talk with you is, like, it's just, it's so good. Like, finishing this podcast right now, um... Yeah, it just wraps everything around. Just like I just I love the growth of some of my friends, and I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Aww. Yeah. Love you, boy. I love you, T. Well, thank you for chatting. Um, text me, and that's it, bitches. <laughs> Later, y'all. All right, I love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Talk to you later. Anana Tings.